This episode is brought to you by Genesis Aerosystems, a Moog company and leading provider of autopilots for rotor and fixed-wing aircraft. The Genesis STEC 3100 Digital Autopilot provides increased safety, decreased pilot workload, and is approved for over 200 makes and models. To learn more about the STEC 3100, visit genesis-aerosystems.com. That's genesis-aerosystems.com. AOPA presents Never Again, True Pilot Stories from the World of General Aviation. In this episode, we all train for an engine failure on takeoff, but when a Remus pilot is presented with a partial engine failure, the response seems less clear. What would you do? Have the emergency checklist ready for Routine Takeoff by Jeff Durante. Just as I've done time and time again, I pulled the Remos out of the hangar at Aurora Municipal Airport in Illinois and began my pre-flight. I had a passenger joining along, and the plan was to fly around the area, land at a few local airports, and enjoy the beautiful weather. The fuel checked out, the oil level was right where it should be, and everything else on the aircraft looked fine. Once I had the aircraft started up, I listened to the ATIS, got the taxi clearance, and headed to the run-up area. The run-up went smoothly, the magneto checks were right where they should be, and the oil temperature and pressures were comfortably within their ranges. I contacted the tower and told them I was ready for departure. Only a takeoff clearance was standing in the way of our fun evening in the sky. After watching a few airplanes come into land, we were finally cleared to line up and wait. I'd been keeping an eye on the engine instruments, and everything was still happily where it should have been. So I taxied out onto the runway and waited for the magic words, cleared for takeoff, runway 27, left turn out to the east approved. I repeated back the clearance, checked the engine gauges one last time, and started easing in the power. Airspeed came alive, engine instruments were all in the green, airspeed up to rotation speed. I pulled back, and we were flying. I established VY in the climb and checked the engine, and it was looking perfect, just as it always has. Not long after taking off, the engine got a bad vibration. I tried to play it off like it was only temporary, but I saw the manifold pressure was spiked as high as it would go. I quickly realized something was not right, but it was hard to admit that there was actually a problem. All of a sudden, there were cylinder head temperature alarms, and I had to recognize that this was actually a serious problem. With the engine still shaking as if it wanted to part itself from the aircraft, I started running through my head. What did I do? There are some cross runways I can circle and land on, or do I go for a field, or am I going to lose the engine right now? All I knew was I needed to get this thing on the ground as soon as possible. We weren't making it to any other airports today. The engine was still making some power, and my first thought was to go back around and land. I started a left crosswind turn and told Tower I had a rough engine and need to get back on the ground. I made my first and maybe second mistake right there. I should have declared an emergency immediately, and I probably shouldn't have turned around like that, but the engine was still producing some power, and I thought I could get back around the pattern. The tower controller asked if I needed any assistance, and I declined. I said, I think I'm fine for now. I had always told myself if I was ever in a situation, I would never hesitate to declare an emergency. 
But when you're actually in the situation, it is much harder than I would have thought so to do. All of my training had always been simulated engine outs. I had always been trained to establish best glide and look for somewhere to put it down. I had never been thrown into a situation where I still have some power available. It opens up a whole new bag of options, and I wasn't prepared for that. The airplane was losing power, but had enough to hold altitude. I never got to pattern altitude. The engine was still running extremely rough, and it felt as if it was going to die at any moment. I had the aircraft in a position where, if the engine did cut out, I could definitely make it to the runway. Tower cleared me to land, number two, behind an aircraft that was turning base to final, and asked if I would be able to make it behind them. I said, I think I have enough time to follow them in which, looking back, couldn't have sounded very convincing. The controller then said he could have them go around and I could make a short approach. And the light bulb went off in my head. Don't be an idiot. Get this airplane on the ground. I told him I want to get on the ground and have them go around. The situation felt real at that point. The aircraft in front of me did a go-around, and I started the short approach. I made an uneventful landing, maybe one of the smoothest in recent history. The engine never completely failed, but I'm convinced that if I hadn't acted quickly or come back to land, it was only a matter of time. It turned out that there was a stuck exhaust valve, and the engine had lost a cylinder. That could have turned out much differently if I had made different choices. What if it happened five minutes later, when I was no longer near the airport? What if I had decided to try and keep going? What if I tried to land number two behind the traffic? Maybe I made the right calls, or maybe I could have acted differently. But in the end, I got me, my passenger, and the aircraft back on the ground safely. An engine failure on takeoff is the most dreaded worst-case scenario emergency, and it happened to me. I will never take another takeoff for granted again, no matter how routine it seems. The Never Again Podcast is brought to you monthly by AOPA, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. You can find more Never Again stories online at aopa.org by typing Never Again into the search box. While you're there, check out AOPA's mobile flight planning app, AOPA Go, as well as the many free training and safety courses from the Air Safety Institute. Find all of this and more at AOPA.org. The Never Again podcast is produced by Royce Earl. Thanks for listening. Fly safely. Fly safely.